1: Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan for the fans of the Houston Astros. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Astros Baseball. It's opening day, the Astros defeat the Oakland A's. Eight to one, I'm joined once again by the best co-host in the world, Michelle Neat. Michelle, did you enjoy that game?
0: Oh, it was delicious, and I have thoughts on everything. And yes, you are the best uh, podcast partner.
1: Okay, so let's talk about the game. It's zero to zero after three innings. Was Zach Greinke's dealing, right? I mean, was he not the perfect choice for this opening day game?
0: Yes, he was. And it killed me that, like, like it was so, he's so funny. Like, after his start, after he got pulled. They, there was, like, a random shot of him doing, like, doing wrist exercises. He was, like, curling a dumbbell in the dugout. It was, he's the best. Oh, my God.
1: He's always good for a jiff a or a laugh. Yeah, I saw him, yeah, uh what Blummer said he's gonna pitch left-handed in game two. <laughs> yeah, so he yeah, yeah so Grant, he went six innings, zero runs, four strikeouts, and no walks. What a game. Did did he exceed your expectations?
0: He, I mean, I expected him to be dealing tonight. Um, I'm happy that he had no walks. Um, I mean, today exceeded, the Astros exceeded my expectations, definitely. Uh, All the way around, it was just an enjoyable game.
1: Yeah, he only threw 82 pitches, six uh, near-perfect innings. I mean, he was just dealing... You know, I, I went on another podcast and said Zach Greinke wasn't our ace, and I don't mind eating crow. I mean, he, he shut me up and put me in my – that's why I don't get paid to do what we're doing, you know. But way to go, Greinke. I mean, what an awesome outing. If you go to the scoring, we get it started. Alex Bregman grounded out and out, two. They scored from third. That got the scoring going in the fourth inning. And no more runs until the sixth when Jordan Alvarez with a two-run double. How impressive was Alvarez tonight?
0: The Cuban Missile Crisis is back, baby. God, I love that dude. I am happy he's back. He is an excellent left-handed bat in the lineup.
1: Three RBIs in game one for Yordan Alvarez. And he probably would have had more. I mean, if you go later in the game, you know, he had that sack fly in the ninth. But, you know, I thought it was a home run. Another time he was up to bat. He was up to bat with a chance to get some more runs in. And that scrub hit him in the back. So who knows how many RBIs he would have had last night or tonight, whatever it is.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, that kind of bugged me that they hit Alvarez. Uh, that kind of looked intentional. I'm not trying to be paranoid or dramatic, but I do think that like there was a, really a few close calls on Correa. Like he d- got hit by one pitch, and there were like two or three other times where he almost got hit by another pitch. And then they hit Alvarez. Uh, I'm just I don't understand why Oakland is have well, I don't know why they have such stank attitudes. They are a poverty franchise. They have poverty fans. Uh, they're all trash. That's it.
1: So, so let's go to the seventh inning. The Astros are up three to zero. Anoli Paredes, the first guy in uh, from the bullpen. And it, it always happens. You know, Yuli Guriel missed that foul ball, should have been an out. They charge him, so Paredes didn't give up any uh, runs, any earned runs, but he ends up throwing 32 pitches. I mean, he's probably going to be out for two more games because of this. He, he walked two guys, he gave up a hit, and he had two strikeouts. Uh, I mean, a bet, you know, Yuli Gurriel should have had that. I mean, you give, you give a team an extra out, and that's it's just what happens, and they made it three to one.
0: What happened next?
1: What happened next?
0: Yes, well, tell them.
1: Well, let me, let me ask you, what do you what, how do you think Enoli Paredes looked? I mean, I thought he was a little shaky, but, I mean, you got, you got to kind of blame Yuli Gurriel for that, right?
0: I mean, you can blame you. Yeah, I think that Yuli Guriel should have definitely had that foul ball. Um, but also, you have to understand that this is his first season with fans. So it's different. It's going to be different. in. Uh, it's going to be a different setting, different type of energy. Like, you're going to operate differently when you have thousands of fans around you. Excuse me, I just burped mid-sentence. My bad, guys. Um. It's going to be a different mindset and a different vibe and energy when you have thousands of friends, uh, fans around you, um, especially with their are obnoxious drums. Jesus. Um, so I think that he is going to be fine. This is his but it was opening day. Uh, he's going to be great this season. Um, and, uh, you know, he did have some strikeouts. It wasn't all bad. He had to throw a lot of pitches, but it wasn't all bad.
1: So before we get to the eighth inning. Which was very, very fun to watch. So it it, it was really fun after the seventh. But think about it going into the eighth inning, it's three to one, but it could have easily been five to one or six to one. But that Pender guy with two great catches pretty much kept Oakland in the game.
0: Yeah. I, and I even said it, is that, like, man, there's a lot about Oakland I don't like, but I do have to give Tender some props for, like, that diving catch that he made. Like, as annoying as that was, respect.
1: So, we go to the eighth inning. We're only up three to one. The game is not over. (laughs) Yes. Michael Brantley, Alex Bregman, back-to-back jacks. Brantley's was beautiful. Bregman's was like right away, no doubter. I mean, he knocked the cover off the ball. What a beautiful home run. And they're up five to
0: one. Oh, I am here for sick Alex Bregman. Uh, I am here for Michael Brantley. Somebody, uh, somebody said something like uh, Oakland or uh, Uncle Mike. And then I said, I'm pretty sure that Oakland calls. Uncle Mike, Daddy. <laughs> so
1: I lost my page here. Where are we at? All right. So the Astros are up now five to one after the eighth inning. Uh, Joe Smith came in. He he didn't pitch last year. Two thirds of an inning. He gave up two hits. Uh, Taylor came in to clean it up. He got a strikeout. Uh, ninth inning, Kyle Tucker, uh, sack fly. Altuve scored again. The Astros are up six to one. Raymond Gujwan with a wild pitch. Uh, Garcia, the third. Michael Brantley <laughs> scores at seven to one. Yeah. Alvarez Didn't... has that amazing said, near homer, eight to one.
0: Yeah, I put the, my hands on the side of my head and I shouted. I was like, ah, because I thought he was gonna. I thought it was going to be a, like a grand slam, a, grand, a, a salami, almost. Uh, but didn't. So there was a the wild pitch. And essentially, maybe I'm wrong, but didn't. Wasn't what. So I know that Brantley scored, but it was almost like he stole home. Kind of.
1: You know what I was thinking when he scored from third?
0: What were you with, thinking?
1: With Alvarez up, I was like. He might have robbed Alvarez of a grand slam there. And then he almost hit one. I swear that's what I was thinking. I was like, this guy could get a grand slam, but now he can't because Brantley scored on that wild pitch. And he almost did it, like, right after I thought about it. It was, what, the third pitch of the outing or the third pitch of the inning? Not the inning, the at-bat. What am I thinking? I've been up since 4.30 in the morning. Uh, What a great game. You're staying up late tomorrow. Yeah,
0: it is 2.04 a.m. I love the Astros. So there was no way in heck that I was going to sleep early. Um, I do have to work tomorrow. It is a half day uh, because of Good Friday. Uh, thanks to our good uh, Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ.
1: Hmm. So let me tell you this. Let's look at my tweets tonight. Yep. Ryan Kid Rock, Kid Rock Stanic. Got nine likes.
0: He's a fun, filthy.
1: <laughs> a fun top of the ninth got eight likes. I thought Jordan had that one. 18 likes. That was the, I know I had another one. Oh no, that was the best. My, my favorite one of the night was Jordan takes one in the back from the pitcher who is taking it in the beep. That's the, that was my favorite one of the night. Did you happen to see that? One? <laughs> That guy made me mad. We were were destroying that dude, and he, he, I mean, he hits Alvarez square in the back. I mean, I don't know if it was on purpose, Uh, but anyway, the Astros went eight to one, eight runs, nine hits, two errors. Where was the other error? I know Yuli Gurriel had one. Who had the other error? I'm going to look that up. Gurriel Bregman.
0: Was it Bregman?
1: It says Bregman, a throwing error.
0: Oh, that's right, because he threw a little wide when he was throwing to first.
1: Yeah. So, Oakland, one run on six hits. I mean, we dominated them. We totally dominated Oakland, who a lot of experts have have to have picked to win.
0: A lot of experts have either the Angels or Oakland to win the division, and I hope we continue our reign of terror throughout the season. I really just want to ask... Oh. See people can get under my skin so easy and I know I know that I need to have thicker skin and I know I need to I, I can't let them make me irritated so easily, but I just want the ashes to beat the daylights out of everyone this season. I just I want it to be an absolute I want them to go on an absolute tear.
1: Well, I don't know if I said it earlier, but that's nine straight opening day wins. They have won every opening day game. Since they've been in the American League, since Julia and Jeff Blum have been calling games.
0: But let's be honest, it's Blummer and Julia. And then also when TK joined, TK, but it, they are the key to our success, I believe. And also our amazing offense and good pitching.
1: So we have high expectations for Miles Strong. He goes 0 for 4. He left four on base. Maldonado, 0 for 4. Tucker, 0 for 3. Who else did bad? Everybody everybody else got a hit. Altuve got a hit. Brantley, 3 for 4 with a home run. Bregman, 2 for 4 with a home run. Alvarez, 3 RBIs. Those are my three top offensive guys. Jose Altuve scored two runs. It seemed like he scored four. I don't know why it seemed like he scored more than that.
0: Well, I think that he was working extra hard. I know that he is trying to kind of do like try, kind of uh, he has to do his part as lead off. Um, I'll say it again and again and again and again. Michael Brantley is one of the best hitters in the game. He's one. Of, I feel like, he, like he's so severely underrated. He's easily one of the best left handers in the game. He's just he's ugh, I love Uncle Mike. He's the best. I mean, and, as
1: much as, I've said it before, as much as I love George Springer, I mean, I wanted Brantley back he, uh, probably a little bit more. I mean, the guy's a ball player. Three for four. Yeah. The, he's batting 750. Yeah.
0: I think that, um, you know, Michael Brantley is older, uh, and, and I'm not saying that in a negative way. Uh, he, so the, uh, with that, it comes, like he has more experience. There's more maturity. He has a very... I think that he balances out some of the useful, some of the youthful enthusiasm very well. You know, um, I think that, you know, he, uh, he he's he's just he's good for the club. He's good for the Houston, he's good for Houston. He's good for the he's just good. That's it. I can't say I can't think of anything beyond the word good because I mean, excellent, excellent. Uh, phenomenal, what have you. Just nothing but positives for him.
1: How do you think Carlos Correa looked today? Did he just, did he stand out to you at all?
0: I think Carlos, uh, I don't know. I think there's just been a little bit of a drama off field. And maybe, uh, I don't think he looked 100% dialed in, but he didn't have a, I mean, he, he didn't have a bad game, but his offense his performance was a little forgettable honestly yeah. he, was, he was a little the thing is I love Carlos Correa with all of my heart I love every Astros player well almost every Astros player with all of my heart um no I take that back I love them all equally um but uh yeah he was his performance is a little forgettable if I'm being completely honest because uh you know as much of a Astros fan I like I will be on it. I trying to be like honest as possible, especially on the podcast, you know? That yeah. definitely stood out.
1: I mean, Carlos Correa I mean, the Broken Bat stood out to me, but he went 1 for 3 and he also got hit in the shoulders, who, you know, he he went up to bat 5 times and he got on base twice, but it, he just I mean, he didn't stand out because Bregman stood out because Michael Brantley stood out. And Alvarez stood out. Who is your offensive MVP tonight? Is it Brantley, Bregman, or Alvarez? Because there's no other option. Who do you got?
0: Uh, uh, Well, uh, so, I mean, Alvarez did have three RBIs, but uh, Brantley went three for four. Um, I'm going to go with Brantley.
1: I'm going with Brantley, too. I think he's, he, he's the guy that sparked the team. I think it just seemed like during the entire game, he was just doing something. I mean, I thought he did great. I mean, pitching-wise, grinky that's my MVP of the game by far.
0: Yeah, I think that – and you mentioned something. Uh, Carlos didn't stand out because, you know, Bregman, Brantley, and Alvarez – that's the type of team that this is so i'm uh, everyone is good because and by and by by that by nature everyone works harder to be good too so um their teammates make them better the fact that you do have these style like these offensive studs just, like, it elevates, everyone elevates each other on that team. And I know that, like, I feel like there's a very good, cohesive uh, vibe in the clubhouse. There are some, you know, young, like, Tucker and Straw are, like, are, they're not new to the team, but they are, this is their first starting, start, starting, right? Yeah, this is, like, their first opening day. And um, I think it's going to be good. And it's going you, to be a very good season
1: what you, what do you think about the booze? Do you think I, it didn't bother them all. I, I don't think it bothered them.
0: It's, it's one like, bit. honestly, they're miserable. They're poverty fans cheering for a poverty franchise. Oh, I know that that's a little mean, and I don't want to get cocky, but Jesus, like they drive me nuts um and not in a good way. There are some Oakland fans, like I will be the first to admit that not every Oakland fan is like that. There are a lot of good, reasonable Oakland fans out there, um, just like there are in every fan base. But um, the overwhelming majority of them are just sad, you know, a little pathetic.
1: You know, looking at the box score, af- after, you know, being 0-0 zero to zero after three innings, the Astros scored a run in four of the next six innings. Uh they looked really good once they got going. But but if but check this out. You know, other other things happened today, you know. Uh the Yankees lost to Toronto, the Rangers lost to Kansas City 14 to 10. That must be some pretty horrible pitching. And the Dodgers lost to Colorado eight to five. AJ Hinch's Detroit Tigers, they won three to two. Yeah. And then, and then there's a team that got postponed for COVID.
0: Wait, did the what did the, did the Angels play tonight? Like, did they win? I they, they beat, beat the Red White Red
1: Sox. Red. Sox. They beat the wow. White Sox four to three. Pretty impressive.
0: Yeah, because like uh, I have the White Sox doing pretty well this season. Um. Yeah, I think the Angels might be uh, even though like they I, they won't win the division. I think that they are a team to watch out for and I think that they might be a tiny bit more that people might un- be underestimating them a little bit uh so I think that we would probably they might be a like this the sneaky team this season to kind of watch out for. I don't think Oakland is good as I mean Oakland has some good offensive players like I have Chapman, Olsen. Uh I mean whoever else honestly I'm too tired to really care about their lineup right now. But I do think that um, the Angels might be a slight bit more of a problem um, when people are guessing. And I don't think Oakland is going to come close to winning at all the, the division. I think it's the Astros winning the division.
1: Oh, of course, easily. So I was on two shows. Well, we were on Go Go Astros. Did you get a chance to watch your your video debut on Go Go Astros? We were supporting the Astros and then... The dugout mugs, the guy just happened to mention that he was a Yankee fan. And I tried to get him to explain how, you know, because he said, oh, you robbed us. You robbed us of a World Series. You know, you, you, you actually have to win the World Series. You know, winning the ALCS isn't winning the World Series.
0: <laughs> you know, you
1: still have to beat the Dodgers. So you can't say we stole the World Championship from you. But I told him, answer this how did you score 19 runs at home in three games, but you can only score three runs in four games on the road. If you weren't cheating, how do you average over six runs a game at home? And you can't even average one run on the road because you're cheating at home. That's exactly why. And I defended the Astros on the, on the dugout mugs. And it was, I think it was seen by about 1300 people and, they were commenting in there about the Astros were cheaters, but I didn't care. I really defended them. I was the, I was really, the Carlos honestly, Correa of the dugout mug.
0: Like, honestly, screw them. You know what? People can complain. Yeah, whatever. They feel whatever way you want to about it. But it's 2021. That should happen in 2017. Excuse my language. But, I mean, why are you complaining? Why not, like, channel like... Channel that energy into winning this season. If y'all so mad, then beat us on the field. Like, that's it. That's the only way.
1: How weird is it to see Elvis Andrews in a uniform other than the Rangers?
0: Yeah, that surprised me. Oh, yeah, that's the other uh, offensive. Part. Yeah, so Elvis Andrews like, he has the potential to be a good offensive contributor. Now, I'm not like, but don't take this as me pumping up the uh, at Oakland at all, but it's all very weird. I was like, oh, this feels a little Twilight zone if you ask me.
1: Yeah, very, very weird. Uh, so tomorrow, the game is at 840 Central, and Christian Javier is pitching against Luzardo. And then Saturday's game, I'll only go a couple ahead of us here. Saturday, I, I can look up Sundays too if you want me to. Saturday is Lance Feller's Jr. Saturday's the game Ice is
0: Man. It's
1: three oh seven, and really? he's going against Irvin. He's going against a guy that doesn't even have a, he doesn't even have a picture. So how good can that guy be? Let's
0: well, see. that's the thing is that the unknowns are always the sneakiest because the line so. He doesn't have a picture. I don't know if he faced him before or not, but I mean, I think that's the advantage with younger or rookie pitchers that um, they have. There's not. There's not going to be a lot of film on this person, so I do think that they might pose a problem. I think that Lance McCullough, though is very nasty, and he's going to do work on the mound. And I think Caballero, um, like I said, it's going to be his first start with fans um, in the stands. Uh, so. Uh, I think he's going to go out there and do business. Um, I am a tiny bit nervous for him because this is his first start in front of yeah. fans. So I really hope that he just goes out there and just has the time of his life and has an amazing outing.
1: I'll tell you this. You, you have to be confident after an 8-1 to butt-kicking. But, I mean, you got Christian Javier... Lance McCullers, and then Urquidy coming off that five-inning perfect game. If Oakland's going to take one of these, I mean, I, I give them the best chance tomorrow. I mean, Lance McCullers is nasty. Urquidy's – I mean, Sunday they got Manea. He's pretty decent. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, if they have any chance of winning, they're going to have to win tomorrow. But I don't see it happening. I see a sweep overconfident, call me that, I don't care. We're sweeping them. Um,
0: I think that we might win. I, I think that we stand a fair chance of winning tomorrow. Lizardo is like, uh, that's who's starting tomorrow, you said, right?
1: Yep.
0: It's not so bad. Um, I think our bats are stronger uh, than he is at pitching. And uh, But again, I might be wrong, so who knows? This time... Well, hopefully we're not recording this late tomorrow, but hopefully, but this yeah. time tomorrow night I might be eating crow. Uh, I think that we stand a really good chance. So Manias, who we're facing on Sunday, right? You said or Saturday? Sunday. Sunday, and we're facing who?
1: Irvin.
0: Irving. Yeah, I don't really know uh, about those about those guys. Um, so uh, the, I mean, guy, Man- the
1: guy tomorrow is uh, he was a rookie last year, Jesus Luzardo.
0: Mm-hmm. I remember it's, that guy.
1: flashed it, it, it his electric stuff in an up and down 2020 rookie campaign that ended with a 4.12 ERA and 12 starts. Consistency is the focus for the left-hander. He's well, going to get drummed. What, what are the Astros going to do against lefties? I mean,
0: we have lefties in our lineup. We have Brantley. We have Alvarez. We have Tucker.
1: They can all hit lefties. I'm not worried about
0: that at all, yeah, and the, yeah, they can all hit lefties, and even our right handers do well against there's some of our right handers that do pretty well against the lefties um I think that uh you know our guys are smart, I feel like there's a they possess a... Subdan- most of them possess a substantial amount of plate discipline um they have a good eye they have a good eye for uh You know when and when not to hit. Uh, I think that they have uh, a a level of like quiet maturity about them. Uh, I mean, because they have to. If they went out there and acted a fool, then uh, people would just. It's like they're not letting people get a rise out of them. And I think that that's probably the. I think they're all business this season. Like like unfinished business. Like Michael Brantley said.
1: Yeah, let's not say unfinished business. Just kidding. So, so, so earlier this morning, you know, you know, because recently you typed for the H and the, you know, the the little Astro symbol is gone. And so I put for the H's back. And then I have people telling me, Oh, that's old and tired and unfinished business is better. And I'm just trying to say that it's the, this symbol comes back. That's all I'm trying to say, you know what I'm saying? But. They were trying the to symbol throw, came they, back. I know it, they did, but I'm trying to say, I'm just saying it's coming back. But people are trying to say unfinished business is a better hashtag. And I'm, I, I mean, in my opinion, unfinished business can be for 29 other teams. They all have unfinished business because 29 other teams lost. So everybody has their own opinion and they're all entitled to it.
0: Um, I don't think that there's too much, you know what, whatever for the H is fine. Um, all I really care about is bringing a championship back to the city. Cause Lord, if, uh, if a certain somebody ends up walking this season, uh, I want it to go, I want them to go out on a high note. Um, and I know that they're going to go out there and if they're trying to command what they're trying to command, they'll go out there and they'll work their tail off because, uh, anyways, I think it's just going to, it's, Hopefully the trend this trend continues. Um, hopefully uh, things go well, and uh, I'm ready to have just a lot of fun, you know, with the other Astros fans, with you, with you, and covering the season. I'm looking forward to the next whatever seven months, I guess.
1: I'm looking forward to it too. So we started out good. Astros win eight to one. What an awesome game! Way to start the season. And way to start. Uh, The 2021 season. I'm here on Astros baseball with myself and Michelle Neat. Thank you guys for tuning in. And we might see you Sunday. We might see you sooner. Who knows? Who knows?
0: We are here and ready. Thank you, guys.
1: All right. We'll see you next time, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Christian Javier tomorrow. Lance McCullers after that. And then Jose Urquidy. Urquidy! All right, we'll see you next time, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Be sure to subscribe to be alerted when there's a new episode.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today.